What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, DJ Gentile. And it's me, that church boy. And Matt the Fourth. And we are back with another episode. This is episode 50 of the podcast. Good deal, good deal. Yeah, yeah. So, um, technically, this is supposed to be episode 51. <laughs> um, out there somewhere, we have the lost episode. Yeah. Um, as soon as we figure out this uh, stuff with McDonald's, because we recorded Mc- in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some technicalities. Um, <laughs> if we can get it figured out, we'll post it at a later time. But for now, this is episode 50. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you guys like the new intro uh, uh, for for uh, the episode. You know, we try to switch it up, you know, every yeah. year. We're a little bit late. We're a couple months late, actually. Right, we are. But, um, yeah, just, uh, just some vocals from Ryan Taylor. Shout out to him. And uh, if you if you like what you hear, it's the two one seven remix. Yeah. We'll have it on our SoundCloud. It's free to download. It's also free. Uh, well, we'll we'll post it on Facebook. And again, you know, it's a free track. You got Church Boy on there. You got yeah, your boy yourself. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, oh man, <laughs> give yourself too much credit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I was on that. You know, I'll be rapping so much. You know, I just got so many tracks like that. I stay in the studio, so <laughs> I live here. You know, <laughs> but yeah, so. Anything new? What's what's happening? I mean, it's been a while since we've been here. Yeah, I'm moved. Yeah, 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 yeah for, for real. I know that was a whole process. Yeah. You might as well have just built a house. Probably would have been cheaper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it wouldn't have taken as long though. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, we just got done with bands for a stand. Yeah, um, man. Hopefully, you know, you were out, able to make it out there. Man, that was a dope event, man. It I've been. Was, you know, I've been a part of many events, but that one was dope. <clears throat> yeah, it was really good, man. I, I like the the worship style that we had out there, man. It was um, you just need worship, man, and it was there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was yeah. very shocked that it was that, that right. type of worship. I'm like, oh, this is what we need. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you had four different flavors of music for sure, and um, you know, all for uh, universal message. We was just taking a stand against human trafficking. Yeah. And it's, it was cool, man, as far as the bands that we got together. You know, they're all uh, faith-based bands. And, you know, really, when it comes to human trafficking, just like any other sin issue, mm-hmm. it is a spiritual issue, yep, man. Is. So, we was doing a little spiritual warfare in there. Yeah, man, it was really good. I mean, I got to get shouts out to my wife, man. The last couple weeks with us doing the... Um the, the concert, the Tripoli and KB and uh-huh. the human trafficking and the other different events we've been doing. She's been holding down, you know, the, the crib with the, the, the kids. That's what's up. And I know they more busier now that they're getting older and stuff, so I had to give shouts out to my wife. Love you and I appreciate your service. I thank God for you. So, I you know, I, I don't do that much, so I need to give her shouts out because she's been holding down. So I Most appreciate definitely. it for that. Yeah, I, I got to do the same thing for mine, too. So, shout out. Shout out, Amanda. I don't know. I don't, you know she, she may have her phone. She may be watching. <laughs> if not, she'll, she may listen to hear it later, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, man, that's that's what's up, man. That's what's up. We we got to recognize our, our wives, you know. Yeah, man. Even with the little things. Yep. So, that's what's hot, yep. you know. So, even though date night husband uh, versus wives didn't yeah. happen, you know, uh, we did go out. Yeah. All of and, us, uh, man. We went out to dinner, man. That was that was fun. It really was. The the wives got to meet each other, and it was just a wonderful time for everybody on our mm-hmm. team. Yeah, uh, we got to to meet and mingle, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like your five minute mingle. It was a couple hours, man. Talking, laughing. Yeah. You know they, they about so, kicked us out of Applebee's. Yeah, they used to close down, but we like, no, nah, we finna stay here. You know? we, can we, yeah. can we say Applebee's? Is that, is that legit? 
Oh, no. We have hey, to hang it. No, no. This is going to be hey, Apple. Hey, hey, we're not at Applebee's. Right, right, all right, all right, we're, we're good. We're good. <laughs> you know. Yeah, all these legal issues right now. Yeah, they, they make nobody. Out. And, yeah, <laughs> I'm a bleep. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Applebee's for having us. Right, right. But it was good food, too, there, man. Yeah. Good price point on it. So. Yeah, it, it was a good time, man. So the last month has been really uh, just uh, workful, but it's been uh, exciting to, to to see things come together, man, and try some different things or whatever. So it's been good. Yeah, yeah, it's been really great. Um, you know, it seemed like it's been forever since we posted an episode. Yeah. So uh, if you're listening, you know, we're still alive. We're still out here making episodes. and Yeah, we're doing a know. lot of behind the scenes, though. Oh, yeah, so. you know, with family, you know, yeah. with friends and, and, you know, just life. I keep yep. seeing that Nineveh Media has one new view this week, and it's like, oh, <laughs> we probably should do something. Right, right. We, we still out here, y'all. Yeah. We just got a lot of stuff going on outside the, the podcast. We're doing a lot of hands-on ministry, if you'll call it. Mm-hmm. So it's been really good. Most definitely, most definitely. So there is no mix of the week. You know, we've been super busy. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to put on the track. We don't know what we're going to put on. Okay. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy it, and we will be back with some food for thought. It's your boy DJ Gentile. It's me, that church boy. And Matt the Fourth. We're signing out. If you didn't pay attention, if you didn't pay attention, 217, can you hear me? 217, can you hear me? If you didn't pay attention, if you didn't pay attention.
Six is a tattered on my wrist, but 424 lies across my chest. Not rum is balloon. Look it up, it's the truth. My hometown is proof. So what you want me to do? Selling out, selling records. Cause they with you when the money's coming, yeah. Turn it down so they turn up. Bait them in with another one. I'm aware of the facts. If I rap at my scripture, my record won't get played And if it won't get played, what's the point of the hustle? Why put in work, turn around the struggle? It's because I'm humble You see, God is my audience I'm not concerned with what the world thinks I bring a message of repentance To a city that denies me 217, can you hear me? 217, can you hear me? Or is it that you hear them? It's about time that you hear him. It's about time that you fear him. And we are back with some food for thought. Hope you enjoyed that track. We decided, you know, last minute when we got off air, just to put, the, you know, the whole two one seven uh, remix out there. Yeah. So if you liked it and vibe with it, you know, it's free to download. It'll be on our page. It'll also be on the Gentile um, SoundCloud page as well. Okay. So yeah, download it. It's free. It's hot. It is and hot. free. <laughs> it's like you know, like it's like when your mom make those <laughs> make those rolls, you know, they free. You better fresh eat out them. the oven. You better eat them. Yeah, you better not let them get cold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on a serious note, uh, we are um, dealing with hardened hearts. This is a uh, this is part three of a four part series. Yeah. Game of Hearts. So we talked about hurting hearts. Yep. Um, we talked about hungry hearts. Now we're talking about hardened hearts. And this is your third time hearing this generic definition of the heart. But um, I'm just going to break it down real quick. You know, a person's in the most being, our conscious sense of morality, emotion, and source of compassion. The heart is considered to be a person's total self. This is a generic definition, though the heart is a mystery. Um, to the Christian, the Bible pro- provides wisdom that enables us to examine our own hearts. So... You know, when one hardens their own heart towards God, it's like an old dog that refuses to learn a new trick. Mm-hmm. Stubborn. Essentially, it's a hatred towards God and um, and his instructions and or his instruction. For most believers, submitting to God's word and the Holy Spirit is a transformation process that requires us to vacate our fleshly desires. Unfortunately, there are believers that plateau with this in their walk. With the Lord, so yeah, man. I just, um, you know, immediately want to begin to just kind of ponder and dwell on the issues of this hardened hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of my first thoughts kind of went out to like how the Israelites, you know, interacted with God. You know, they it was it was like they desired a relationship with God, mm-hmm. and when they messed up, they repented. Yet they really wanted to be like the other you know cultures around them yeah 
um, and they kind of rebelled against God. And they, for example, and we'll, you know, we'll go ahead and get into it. Um, when they were free from the uh, Egyptians, yeah, you know, they really they they were complaining and. They really didn't want to do it God's way. They just kind of wanted to do their own thing. Not all of them, but some of them. But because of the actions of the few, the whole camp suffered. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah, they had a... Um, <clears throat> it's real similar to, you know, us in the, in the States, in the Western world. We want, you know, all the benefits of God, but we don't want to follow through with what he's saying. So we want, we want his blessings, but we don't want him. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can't have it like that. You need to have him in order to really... Um, get the blessings that he got or whatsoever and even in the story that you was talking about uh pharaoh was probably the first person that the bible mentioned that had a hardened heart and then god hardened his heart Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so he had a hardened heart first right and then god used that to bring about their deliverance you know what i'm saying so Mm. he already had a, a wicked heart anyway right and god just used that to farther uh his delivering process for the uh the israelites so man that's crazy. So, let's go ahead and dive into our uh, uh, scripture uh, passage. If you got your Bibles, turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter three, verses seven through nineteen. I don't know if uh, if, if any one of you guys got it? that. Matt, you got it. I, I can get that. Cool, he got cool, it. cool. I'm gonna got it. Hebrews got three. Yep, verses seven through nineteen. If you need any help, you know, hit us. Hit uh, one of us up. We'll help you out. Cool. I got you. <clears throat> Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost stayeth. Today, if ye will hear his voice, I am in the King James Version. I am sorry. Hey. <laughs> I, hey. They said, you ain't in King uh, James. I must have been looking at something. Uh, I'm sorry, I saw ye, and I was like, oh, wait, let me get here. Okay, there we go. There's all the highlights, too. <clears throat> Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of a heavenly, heavenly calling, consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession. He was fa- oh where are we three what well, I'm, I'm 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 reading the whole chapter <laughs> right oh, no, no, I'm reading the whole chapter so, verse seven right yeah we started at verse seven yeah there we go let me, let me get down here <laughs> context hey, context is key hey, hey, I'm hey, just hey. saying you guys all need to read the rest of that right read the whole chapter I'll go ahead and read the seven and book chapter and verse yeah <laughs> there is a whole book and yes, then there's a yes. whole Bible around that book yes yes uh, therefore just as the Holy Spirit says today if you hear His voice do not harden your hearts as when they provoked me. As in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tried me by testing me, mm-hmm. and saw my works for forty years, therefore I was angry with this generation and said, They always go astray in their heart, and they did not know my ways. As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Take care, brethren, that there not be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God. But encourage one another day after day, as long as it is still called today, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold fast the beginning of our assurance firm until the end. While it is said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts Mm -hmm. as when they provoked me. Mm. For who provoked him when they say, or when they had heard? Indeed, did they not all who came out of Egypt led by Moses? And when... And with whom was he angry for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies fell into the wilderness? Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, just a summary of that passage, you know, uh, don't rebel against God. Yeah. You know, the Israelites <laughs> did during their time in the wilderness. God made them wander in the wilderness for 40 years as, uh, you know, uh, uh, payment for their sin. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, 
this punishment trickled down to the following generations. Mm -hmm. The ones who originally rebelled didn't make it to the promised land. We should hold each other accountable and, and encourage one another to live a life that is pleasing to God. Yeah. And I also wrote down some comment, uh, commentary. Okay. Um, our generation not only rebelled against God's teaching, but brags about it. Yep. It can be seen in our media and witnessed daily. People who claim to be Christians just want to be safe from the consequences and have no desire to submit to God's way of life. So I got this question for you guys. What is the status quo of our generation in regards to our fellowship with God? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, repeat the wording of that real quick. Here. No, 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 you're good, man. So uh, what is the status quo of our generation in regards to our fellowship with God? So basically, you know, what's the state of our generation spiritually in, in regards to... Um, a relationship with God. Our like, generation as or the a generations to come. Or just the our, 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 the our personal right Yeah. Our right personal right. generation. <clears throat> Declining. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Uh see it less and less and, and and as more generations come up, um even even less and less mm. yeah. focusing, I would say. <clears throat> I think um I mean you everybody see it, if you got eyes you, you see it. Uh people don't want to see what they uh should see and that passes also say uh, the deceitfulness of sin, mm -hmm. so it hides a lot of stuff that's plain in day. Um, our generation is declining. Um, the, the respect level, the upholding God word, you know what I'm saying? That stuff is out the window. It's like God word, what you know yeah. what I'm saying? What he say? You know, do this, don't do that. Well, I ain't got time for that. Like that's the culture, um, and people are not really. Um, they're not really thinking about futuristic eternity. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't care about the afterlife right now because they got so much stuff to do. The afterlife is the, the last thing you think about until you're on your dying, your dying bed, you know? Yeah. So they don't think about, you know, if I do something that's uh, disregarding God today, it's going to affect my future. I don't care about that because that thing that I'm disregarding God in is fun. Yeah. No, I, it's I, pleasurable. I think maybe 15 years ago, or even farther back than that, they had their own problems and their own things yeah. to deal with. Like every generation, do. But it just seems like everything's crowded anymore. Yeah. Your time, your time with God can be limited really easy. Yeah, um, it can be easy to not read your Bible. It can be easy to not do things that that. So how can you grow a relationship? Like we can't be friends if we don't spend time together. Very true. So how can I be friends with God if I won't spend time with Him? The, the less time that I spend with God and in my Bible and, and, yeah. and in my prayer group and whatever else we do and, and whatever we do, if, I, if I'm not spending the time with him, how can I expect to know him personally? Exactly. So, yeah, people know the positives and negatives of God, but that's about as far as it gets. Yeah, the, it's far, the, the farther the generations get because it's just cluttered with technology and different things to, to take to your do. time. Yeah, to take your time away and no more extra time. Yep. So now I'm, I'm focused on this app or this game or this yep. thing going on on my phone or computer or work, whatever. I mean, it, it doesn't it, – it, endless possibilities of what it could be. Yeah, yeah. And I would even go beyond the distractions, man. Um, and the reason why I ask this question, you know, I, sometimes I, I use loaded questions just to kind of, <laughs> just kind of, you know, just uh, put out my uh, point of view. 
Um, I feel like we're very similar to um, the Israelites, you know. Yeah. Because we often pride ourselves with, like, being, quote-unquote, Christian nation, which we're not, you know, <laughs> we're just we're just America. But anyway, um, with that being said, um, our hearts, you, you can just tell are hardened against um, truth. Yep. Uh, you know, hardened against anything that gives glory to God. And it's more so about glory to, to man or glory to us or glory mm-hmm. to a celebrity. <laughs> and it's crazy how quick people are to, it's crazy how people are quick to listen to a celebrity. But when you have someone, you know, in a pulpit or maybe at the uh, city square or on the street corner presenting truth, they're just ignored. And it's like, man, there's a lot of people who hearts are hardened towards the truth. Yeah. You know, and you, you, you'll have a guy who twists the truth and everybody vibes with it. Yeah. Kind of like we was talking to Jason at that uh, con- yeah. not concert. No, it was uh, 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 Mike, Mike Real. Real. Yep. You know, one of the concerns he expressed was just a Hebrew he he, he is a like movement in that yep. area. Yep, St. Louis. And you know, when we know that movement, I mean, they take a lot of scripture and twist it to fulfill, to fulfill an agenda, and it's really to empower you know um, black people, make them feel better about right. themselves. Like, oh, I didn't know this about myself. I'm right. a Hebrew Israelite. You know, God thinks of me this way. Oh, I'm, I, you know, uh, you know what I mean. So, yeah. Um, instead of just looking at scripture and realizing hey you know i've been saved by grace you know and my good works are filthy rags that's pretty much it you know and christ came down to save uh save me you know um, save his people i think we got a a perfect model through jesus i mean he he the perfect model so he actually showed us so many things to do like this was the busiest man on earth (laughs) But yeah, he still took time daily to meet with the Father. Like, he like literally, he said, <laughs> I only do the things that I hear and see of the Father. So he literally took time to meet with him and to see what he was telling him. You know what I'm saying? And to perform what he seen and what he heard. So the busiest man on earth even took the time. So yeah. we, I mean, we don't have that much business going on like him. <laughs> exactly. And even he took time. He purposely took time to go into the temple and to go meet with the Father and to look at the word of the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's vital for us to do the same thing. Like, if everything that he did, we need to model after it. You know what I'm saying? He gave us the instructions. He gave us the the way on how we should do. He set up the way we should pray. He set up how we should fellowship with one another. He gave us, you know, the instructions how we should treat our parents, how we should treat our neighbors. And yet we fell in so many areas because we don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's costly. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, man. It it is costly. Because the heart. We, the yeah, heart we, jacked up. We well, yeah. I mean, we just we don't wanna uh, um we, it's just a show about us. You know what I mean? Like it's sacrifice. And honestly, if you really look at it, it's really uh just fellowshipping with God. Um, you know, that's a um luxury, you know, that is something that uh we should be thankful for and appreciated for and you know my thing is you know even with this with this subject you know you have people who identify as being christian who are christians um who are walking this walk but and everything else they give freely to god but it's kind of like the man who was wealthy when it comes to maybe his uh 
wealth and leaving like everything that makes him, him comfortable, it's hard for him to yield authority to God with those things. Yeah. You know, everything else, hey, I can do these commands, no problem. Right. But when it comes to uh, uh, pornography, oh, I can't do that. Or yeah. when it comes to um, drinking, oh, man, I can't do that. Yeah. Or even when it comes to money, you know, hey, I, you know, I. You know, I got, I, I got, you know, I'll give you some, but I can't give you all of it. You know, I, I'll give you five percent, Lord. You know, I can't do the ten though. And the ten, yeah, Lord, you're stretching me. You know, and you know my taxes. I high. got bills, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got like that. That's actually really good, Mario, because I think in our culture, especially, I don't live anywhere else, so I can only relate to where we're at. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people use those, like, and people got strongholds in their life. You know, they can freely give certain things to God. But it's so many things that they can't give, like because they stuck, they in bondage. It, the new age word is addiction, but addiction is bondage from biblical standards or whatever. Right. Things that's holding you back from really being what God has created you to be. Um, and people just tie it in with so many different things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they can give this, and I think about you know God. He didn't give us a portion of Him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. He gave us the full Holy Spirit, like, yeah. and that's what He wanted in return with us. He won't. The full Rodney Hill, not just a part of me, not just, you know, one department or two departments. No, he wants the whole thing because he gave his whole thing to me. So it's the same thing. He won't in return what he gave out the whole thing. That way he can get somebody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's if he's not using the whole you, he ain't getting the whole uh, anybody else because it just don't work that way. It don't. And that's the the concept. He want all of us, man. Mind, body, soul, spirit, the whole thing, everything that make me up. That's what you want. So I got another question for you guys. Um, why, um, why is is it? Well, okay. Let me let me re rephrase uh, this question because I want to ask the wrong way. <laughs> with you know, with dealing with a hardened heart, what are some ways that we can um, repent of that? Some way. What are some ways that we can address that? <clears throat> If you know, man, I'm listening to this and I know I'm dealing with um, something that I can't give up to God mm-hmm. or I feel like I can't. What are some ways of addressing that? What's some, what are some ways of dealing with that? And if you got scripture, man, go ahead and share that too. Yeah, I, I let Matt go and I do got some scripture and we'll kind of converse on that too. Basically, just spending more time in scripture because, yeah. I mean, you can't give up the things if, if you're not spending time in your word because you don't have a relationship. You got to mm-hmm. have that relationship. Okay. That's yeah, that, that's pretty key. I mean, yeah. that's... I, I think without a relationship, literally, it has to be a two-way street. Right, right. And, and God talks to us, but he talks to us through his word. Right. So, 90% of the time, yeah, probably 99% right. of the time, exactly. it's spoken yeah, it's in through, just, it's yeah, through yeah. scripture. And if you don't spend time talking and listening and praying and having an actual personal relationship, mm-hmm. then your relationship's never going to work. Back to that again. <laughs> I think another thing also is uh, trusting um, yep. God, yep. as far as, you know, even studying scripture, you know, one thing that um, I remember growing up asking a pastor, <clears throat> you know, to help me out with the Bible because I couldn't understand it, you know, okay. this is me at a young age. And, you know, you know, a pastor or a minister, or, you know, an adult will always say, well, ask, you know, that's what the Lord is there. Ask him to help you out. And then this is back when we just had the King James Version. <laughs> like, we, you know, I didn't know anything about the different translations. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go back and I'm reading the three thousand those and I'm still confused. So, you know, I'm thinking, you know, it's just magically just going to happen to where I get it. Now, I, um, not to cast any uh, shade on them, but 
I think they were kind of looking at it from that perspective. Like know. the Lord was just kind of, here you go, you know. But at the same time, they were right in regards to being led by the Spirit. Now, I don't know if they meant that or not. Maybe they did. You know, I'll, I'll give them that. Okay. But when we read uh, the Word and we are led by the Spirit, anything that's of us, you know, because I feel like people, you can read the Bible with an agenda. Yeah. And you can tunnel vision on this you can, man. little piece, piece of Scripture and like, aha, I found my point. I'm going to make my point. You hey, know, use it. oh, this is for me. This is, you know, instead of just reading it as God's word and fellowshipping and, you know, um, engaging, um, you know, the Lord and trusting, trusting his word as well. You know, there's nothing wrong with, well, I want to research this and really see what's behind it. You know, where did this come from? There's nothing wrong with questioning, um, you know, certain things in scripture and like take some time to really study it, to understand. But when you just kind of read it with, you know, Kind of like how we did uh, tests and stuff and, yeah. and our homework in school. You just kind of skim through the book and you found a word it. that was on the worksheet. And then it's like, oh, I found the answer. Here we go. <laughs> you know, like, I'm done. You know, instead of just actually studying. Yeah. You know, that's kinda, I, I think that's a valid point. That's kind of like the uh, the second half of a relationship, though. You, you got to listen. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Okay. So take, taking your step back and, and listening. And then I've been having this conversation with a couple other people here recently and um, listen to God and, and prayerfully read your scripture. Because if you don't read your scripture prayerfully, I mean, you're just reading it with your agenda and, and not yeah. necessarily His. Right. It, well, it takes a lot. I yeah. mean, when we, it's a lot. I'm, I, it's a few scriptures, but I deal with this one. But okay, here we go. I, I read this one that I got here in a second. But I, when Tim, when Paul told Timothy, you know, what I'm saying, and, and Timothy, I think it's two fifteen. Okay. Uh, you know, steady to show yourself approved unto God, mm. uh, worker. That needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Well, steady there ain't just like, all right, pick it up. Oh, okay, this is what it say. I'm good. <laughs> no, steady is actually literally looking at it, being mindful of what you read, mm-hmm. thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? Giving it some time, giving God time to reveal unto you what you just read. And I learned this a long time ago. Don't just read something and just automatically go to a commentary. Because commentaries, once again, those are some human opinions in there. Mm-hmm. So the word of God is the word of God. Look at what he's saying and give him some time to deal with you on that subject. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know we're in a fast-paced society, uh-huh. but God don't work on that. He don't work on time like the way our society works. Some things take time to grow. You know what I'm saying? If I put a seed in the ground, I don't expect it to come up tomorrow. Right. It's going to take some time. And it's the same thing with God. He put us here. And some things just take time. Read my scripture for read the whole read that verse for a couple weeks. Give them time to deal with you. Give them time to break your heart open so you can really understand what he's giving you. Mm-hmm. And then you can go and look at a commentary and see if it match up with what he gave you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let it be validated from that, from what he told you, from what his words say. I'm trying to remember that passage in uh, uh, Matthew where we were talking about on the way to St. Louis about uh, it was a parable that Jesus told. About the seed um, being scattered. Oh yeah, the different grounds, uh, uh, four uh, different grounds. Yeah, and how, you know, it, you know, when it, some laid on the ground and the birds immediately mm-hmm. came, picked it up and ate it. You know, you have some that landed, um, um, by some weeds and as yep. uh, um, as it grew, you know, the weeds choked the life out of the yep. seed, and then you had some that kind of landed on some bad soil mm-hmm. and it started to grow. But when the sun became 
um, you know, hot and heavy, um, it, it basically killed the plant because it didn't really have any nutrients from the soil. And then yep. you had the, the seed that, yeah, that was playing the good ground. It was able to grow. And even though, you know, everything around it seemed crazy, it was planted, you know, in the right place to where it was fed by, you know, the Lord. And, you know, basically it was a parable to show the disciples or the listener how the word of God can be um, received by some people. You know, some people hear it and they're just like immediately ex- inspired and then mm-hmm. like they forget about it the next day. Yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have sure. some people that. You know, it, it, it hits them and, you know, they're, they're they're able to, you know, maybe go through a season for a little bit. But when things get hard, they just forget about God, yep. you know, and they just come back when things are good. So it's important that we allow God to work on us, like you were yeah, saying, man. allow him to work to where, you know, the spirit is able to cultivate and um, enable yeah. us to grow. Let them roots grow deep. Uh, you think of like a... <clears throat> I think what is though I think a, a, a palm tree or something like that. Uh-huh. Like they built to withstand hurricane winds. Like they literally tip all the way over and bend all the way to make a U shape. Right. But when that hurricane over, they pop right back up. They made to bend, mm. and that's just like a Christian, a, a, a real one. Mm-hmm. We made to bend. It, it looked like man, they finna break, they finna go down. As soon as that storm over, boom, pop back up because you really rooted and grounded in what you believe. You know what I'm saying? God won't cause us to fail. Oh, yeah, yeah. It causes us to see, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's going to be problems, tribulations, problems and stuff, but he's able, even though we been, you, we, man, we to the breaking point, he's holding us up. Like, as soon as that mug over, he allows us to pop back up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So, but the verse I had, man, it's in, in Matthew, and it talks about a tree is known by its fruit. That's a little subtitle. Okay. And it, it's in Matthew chapter 12, verse 33, and it goes down to like verse 38, I believe. Thirty, Yeah, 37, rather. And it reads, I'm in ESV version too, if y'all got your Bibles. So it reads, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. And then he goes on to say, you brood of vipers. How can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The good person out of his good treasures bring forth good. And the evil person out of the evil treasures bring forth evil. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give an account for every careless word they speak. For by your words, you will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. I'm like, whoa, that's pretty deep. I mean, mm-hmm. the the we talk about the hardness of the heart, but people only communicate what they what's in their heart. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if your what it's saying in here, if your if you if your heart is jacked up and evil and corrupt, that's what you're gonna speak. Mm-hmm. If your heart is clean and pure, you're going to speak those good things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a person that's evil can't speak good. Of course they can, but it's not yeah, being yeah, like deceptive two plus way. two is right. always going to be four. That's positive. That's good. Right, right. But it's not talking about that type of talk. It's just they overall speech is jacked up because their heart is messed up. Right. And from a, a person that's got their conscience clean and a pure heart from God, they able to speak words of life. Mm. But an evil person, they can only speak words of death. Because that's all that's in their heart. You know what I'm saying? Their heart is jacked up. Right, right. So you need to get a clean heart, you know? And God's the, he's in the business of cleaning hearts up. Right. Making them clean, making them pure. And uh, when he does that, we're able to speak the good words. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm, mm. That's what's up. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy because, you know, we're talking about studying scripture and 
you know, allowing the Lord to, uh, you know, uh, work on us. Yeah. Another thing I want to talk about is the application yeah. of walking it out, grinding it out. Yeah. And I think that is something that a lot of people struggle with the execution. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying, Hey, you're not allowed to, uh-huh. uh, uh, you know, have, have a time that where you fail, you know, and I'm not saying go, Hey, go plan for it. No, we, but, we are going to fail. Yeah. Yeah. As humans, we exactly. don't fail. We, we're not going to measure up to God's standard. And then know? we repent. Then we keep on going. So, um, with that being in mind, you know, um, it's also vital that we we apply this word to our lives daily. Yeah. You know, and this is why, like you were saying, Matt, that we got to have that relationship. Yeah. The relationship isn't going to church and doing all these good deeds and stuff like that. But the relationship is really um, uh, communicating with God, allowing him to communicate to you through his word. Yeah. And submitting to it, yielding your yeah. authority to him. Lord, I am yep. here to serve. Trusting what he's telling and you. And trust it. It's yep. for real. Yeah. It ain't phony. It ain't a make-believe story. But trusting what you're reading in here, uh-huh. this is what God telling me. To, this is my life. You know what I'm saying? Based on this word right here, this is how I'm going to live. And, you know, like with, with, when it comes to correction, you know, if you're submitting to that, then you're able to be corrected. Yeah. It's funny because there's so many... Christians out there that feel like, hey, I'm led by the spirit and what you're saying is wrong. And I'm coming at them with from from scripture. Yeah. You know, hey, I've been in that. I've been in that spot in the I past. We too. all have been. Here, yeah. Man. Yeah. Self-righteousness. You know, they yeah. Call it. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and refuse to be corrected. Yeah. And I think uh, I don't think I know every believer is not so high that they can't be corrected. Pastors, elders, deacons, whatever. Yeah. We all human. Yep. So we're able to be corrected. Like yeah. I don't know how you will accept it, but we're none of us is Jesus. Yeah. Right. We're just followers of Jesus. You know what right. I'm saying? We got the spirit living in us, but we also live in a, a body of death, as Paul say. Mm. So even though we got the spirit in us, we gotta combat the the flesh daily. He say, you know what I'm saying? You can't you can't even be my disciples if you don't deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me daily. It's not like, okay, we do it today and tomorrow we good. No, it's a daily process of killing this flesh because this thing ain't no good. You know mm. what I'm saying? And that's a daily walking out, grinding it out. Lord, I know my flesh is a mess. Help me. You know what I'm saying? That's acknowledging, you know what I'm saying, what this word say about who we are. Uh-huh. We, we simple people. Right. Acknowledging it. You know what I'm saying? I am simple, dude. Lord, that's what your word say. Mm-hmm. And asking him to help us to be the people he created us to be. That new species, that new... Um, that new thing on the earth, you know what I'm saying? So, and just grinding it out, man. Walking it out, believing what he's saying and submitting ourselves to him. Right. Uh, opening ourselves up for correction, reproof, all that stuff. So That's what's up. That's what's up. Cool, cool. Well, yeah, man. This one's a little shorty, but uh, it's all good. Um, do you guys have anything else before we wrap it up? I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good too, man. It's just the the, the hard heart is a real thing, man. Um, it is. I think we all face it in time. Some stuff we can't. Some stuff we can't receive, even though we know it's the truth. Yep, yep, yep. It's hard to swallow it. Like, man, I know that's true, but I ain't going to do it. That pride in, in the way. Yeah, you getting into that total depravity, man. You know, yep. the depravity of man, and um, and and this is why when a non-believer becomes a believer, it's actually 
a workmanship of God is a miracle. Yeah, because a real miracle. We can't just make ourselves woke. You know, a lot of yeah. people like to use that phrase, yeah. woke. You can't. You know, um, no matter what you do, you can't wake yourself up out of this. this yeah. The simple. Yeah. Lifestyle that you've been, you know, inducted into. Exactly. Uh, it's the only God that can raise you up out of that. Yep. Yep. Cool. Cool. So I, this can. Oh, what's I, up? No, I guess. I guess if uh, if you are listening, I mean, you probably believe in Jesus. Oh yeah. I mean most most of our listeners do. Yeah. Yeah. So if 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 you're having a hard time with anything, just make sure to listen, turn around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Re- man. Repent if you repent. have to. That's 180. Yeah. And that's we all started there. Yeah. Like yeah. no exactly. one became a Christian without repenting. And if you need right. help, we're always here to reach out. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, inbox that, us. That, that's for everybody. No one becomes a Christian without repenting. Cuz we, we love all you guys, so. We do. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Well, that concludes episode 50. We want to thank you guys for tuning in and supporting us. Yeah. Even though, we, you know, we haven't been there in a while. <laughs> uh, we want to try to keep them coming. So, yeah. um, we are signing out. It's your boy, DJ Gentile. It's me, that church boy. And Matt the Fourth. And we're signing out. Deuces.